President Biden gets rolled by OPEC, and he claims he was raised politically by Puerto Ricans. I'm Greg Columbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch Podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day and lots of laughs, too. Follow the Three Martini Lunch wherever you get your podcasts. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. So uh, you might have noticed uh, over the past week, we made some headlines on the program. We got a lot of hate about it, too. So I thought, you know, it might be kind of nice to monetize this and then send a nice donation to an area crisis pregnancy center. Uh, So let's monetize our haters, shall we? And now it's finally that part of the show where Dana monetizes the hate. All week, hateful posts, tweets, replies, and emails have been collected. The best of the best make the cut. It's Mailbag of Hate on The Dana Show. Actual emails and actual tweets from people who breathe and drive cars and vote. And they're all mad because I'm, I'm right about the Herschel Walker thing. Okay, so first up. This is hysterical. There are so many. First, when you write an email, and I'm not going to, as long as you don't, you're not too nasty, I'm not going to share your email. Although I will, I can share your name. But this one has so many spelling errors. They, the little red line under the words when you're writing an email, I guess these people don't realize that that's telling them that something is spelled wrong. Okay, so this is in all caps. It comes from Jennifer. And I don't think she realized how to spell the word that I used. Because again, this is in reference to me talking about uh, murderously promiscuous women who use abortion as a form of birth control. So she writes, Jennifer writes, quote, I'm just going to read it as is. You are an aberrant skunk. So I got to stop. She, she was trying to say abhorrent, I'm sure, but that's not what she spelled. It was A-B-O-R-R-E-N-T. And skunk is not the word I use, but we'll go on. She writes, you are an aberrant skunk. Many women will die from laws that force them to carry babsies, babsies that are killing them. You are nothing but a man in a woman's body. So there are no, there is no law that does not protect the life of the mother in any state in the union. So strike that. Secondly, no one is just magically impregnating women. There's a choice involved for 99%. So strike that argument. And I realize that I have bigger beans than most dudes, but that does not make me a man in a woman's body. So strike that. All right, next, this one was fun. So one of my haters... His name, I actually look him up because I didn't know who he was. And it makes sense now after I, I read it. This guy's name is Stuart Stevens. He's an old dude. And Stuart Stevens, I realized in hindsight, was one of the Romney team people back in 2012. Remember how I told you a million times Romney's people hated my guts? Stuart Stevens was one of them. He was wrong then and he's wrong now. So he was... Uh, he's mad at me because I don't support taxpayer-funded limitless abortion on demand. And then he actually, he writes this. He wrote, quote, There were always some opportunistic weirdos and freaks 
like Dana Lash around the GOP, but some of us believe they were the minority and there actually was a sane and decent court of the party. We were wrong. Trump didn't change the Republican Party. He simply revealed it. So that's Stuart Stevens, who is one of the founders, I think, of the Lincoln Project. So first off, if it makes me a freak to oppose taxpayer-funded abortion on demand with no limits, literally what Raphael Warnock co-sponsored in legislation in 2021, then okay. The fact that you think that's freaky, but baby murder as a form of a, a birth control isn't, that's freaky. But what is even freakier is this weirdo, Stuart Stevens. First off, I've never even met this guy. And I don't know what around freaks around the GOP. I don't even know what that means because I've never actually been like a Republican. I'm an independent conservative. So what is weird? You want to talk about opportunistic weirdos and freaks hanging around? Do you remember the big controversy with the Lincoln Project? Hmm. I do. So the Lincoln Project, one of their co-founders, John Weaver, sent unsolicited and sexually charged messages to many, many young men. He was propositioning them. And, oh, it was a big, bad controversy about all of this. The FBI got involved. Weaver was uh, demand. He apparently requested sexually explicit material, all kinds of Stuart Stevens as the Lincoln Project had to hire an outside law firm. And uh, it was it was bad. It was very, very bad and pervy. And so Stuart Stevens decided he wasn't going to leave the Lincoln Project. The grift was too good. So he decided to stay on. Hmm. And I guess he wants everybody to forget that he stayed on even when Weaver was there. And apparently there were accusations that they all knew about this stuff. I was reading some of the things from The Federalist. But long story short, I think before Stuart Stevens calls anyone else an opportunistic weirdo and freak, he might want to look at the people with whom he started this grifting group with, you know, um, pedophiles and predators who were trying to proposition young men. I mean, it sounds like that behavior. You might want to you know, check out who you're actually working with before you have the audacity to turn around and accuse other people of being weirdos simply because... They don't support taxpayer-funded abortion on demand without any limitations. You freak. So, there you go. I've talked a lot about the Keltec KSG shotgun over the years, and it's no secret how much I love it. It's become the go-to shotgun for law enforcement and home defense, and for a really good reason. Uh, but why am I such a huge fan of the Keltec KSG? Well, like everything that Keltec invents, it created an entirely new class of shotgun. And the one that started it all is the KSG shotgun. It's the first 12-gauge pump-action shotgun chambered for three-inch shells. And with its dual-tube mags, offers a capacity of 12 plus 1. So that's six rounds in each tube, plus one chambered. If you prefer two and three-quarter inch shells, even better, because the KSG holds seven plus seven plus one. That's 15 shells. You cannot ignore the downward shell ejection either. It makes the KSG truly ambidextrous and ejects shells away from your face. It's brilliant design. See the Keltec KSG up close and personal at KeltecWeapons.com. That's K-E-L-T-E-C Weapons.com. Again, to find out more, visit KeltecWeapons.com. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. So I'm of two minds on this. And this, the second, my second mode of thought is strictly political. 
So the first thing is that it was announced yesterday Biden is pardoning all prior federal convictions for simple marijuana possession, including under D.C. law. And it also directs states to do the same. They asked they ask HHS and AG to review how marijuana is scheduled under federal law. Number one, Democrats wrote and pushed this stuff. Um, and sometimes with Republicans help. Number two, I don't care about marijuana. I just don't care. I don't think the government should tell you what to do and not to do, including tell me what gun I can own. And number three, does this mean, and this is where I said it, this is kind of like my second mode of thought, where it's kind of political. So uh, Democrats are getting even softer on crime. It's kind of what it looks like, right? But anyway, it's going to affect 6,500 people with federal convictions. I think there are too many federal statutes, to be honest. But uh, So it's kind of a Rorschach test a little bit, I think. But I I mean, just from the, the strict policy, I am not, I don't, I can't criticize it. But at the same time, their party created this situation where we have the over-federalization of absolutely everything. So many felonies. That's why we talked to this one guy last year, a felony a day. Apparently people commit. This is horrible. This happened in Las Vegas. Uh, a teacher, 30-year-old teacher, was stabbed to death by a madman with a kitchen knife. This was last night. It was about um, almost, um, well, it was about noon. Yesterday, actually. 30-year-old teacher stabbed to death by a madman with a kitchen knife. He went on a Vegas strip rampage after he was refused a photo with showgirls outside of the Wynn Casino. Yoni Barrios, 32, has been charged with a murder. Two, the two people were killed. 47-year-old Brent Hallett and Maris Di Giovanni, age 30. And the suspect was arrested very quickly. And the attack prompted a lot of safety fears with a lot of the Vegas street performers. Yeah, because they have in some of these, I think it's like the Wynn, and I think sometimes outside of the Bellagio where they have their fountain, they'll have their, I know but from going to SHOT Show, they'll have their their showgirls and stuff out there. This is just awful, though. But um, he was arrested fairly quickly. An appeals court is ruling that DACA is to be illegal, citing serious deficiencies. This is the deferred action for childhood arrivals. And there were, that's, you know, if you bring a, it, it pertains to children illegally brought over the border and, and very young children illegally brought over the border. The program was designed to shield those children that were kind of known colloquially a little bit as anchor babies. But they said that Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals affirmed this July 2021 decision that came from this Texas judge who said that DACA was illegal and blocked new applications while allowing current beneficiaries to continue receiving protection. So children who were brought here illegally, uh, children who were here illegally, uh, they were allowed a process by which to rectify their status in the country in terms of being in the country illegally. And they could not be deported during that time. And a lot of them, it's crazy because some of the loudest amnesty advocates are people who were protected and could have had that, could have done that and didn't. We have a lot more on the way. Stick with us. Did you guys hear this? Uh, of course, this is in, I believe, yeah, yeah, it's uh, the Northwest. This is so goofy. So a coffee shop owner in Portland, of course it's in Portland, uh, Loretta Guzman, 52, trying to pick up the pieces after her business was vandalized and about damn near destroyed by a woke mob in Portland. Now, Guzman had, was having an event at the Bison Coffee House. And the event was called Coffee with a Cop. What she wanted to do was foster community dialogue. 
she wanted to invite people in the community to come and ask questions of police in the area and have a healthy discussion. Now, when you just when you just think about the basic nature of that event, does that sound like it's an endorsement of anything? No, it sounds like someone who is offering up their business space to the community so that they can talk to the people who police their community and and ask questions and develop a relationship because you have to have that communities healthy communities and responsible policing need that but that is not what the woke mob that's not how they interpreted it so they decided to just vandalize and try to destroy her coffee shop there were a group of uh little crowd of mask woke vandals they showed up with crowbars and hammers it's all on surveillance footage and they decided to smash in her window her windows and spray residue throughout the entire interior of the store and uh, destroy the authentic bison head bison head mounted to the wall oh wait but there's more so loretta guzman is an actual enrolled member of the Shoshone Bannock Native American tribes. She is an actual enrolled indigenous American. She's a Native American. She is a member of an actual nation. And some of the art that she had in her coffee shop was Native American art from Native American artists, and it was totally destroyed by these... uh, socialist white masked woke mob and so she told Oregon live she said I'm numb she said she's absolutely numb I mean they destroyed it I it has to be all boarded up I'm looking at some of the photos now I mean it's it's it is so bad and they're all on camera uh, the Portland police they said that officers are helping with cleanup and they're continuing community outreach that was just because she wanted to host outreach. That's how the left is. Nothing is, it's all betrayal. And all she did, and I looked, she wasn't endorsing anything. She wasn't like, it wasn't a, it wasn't even a back the blue thing. She wasn't even doing any of that. She was just, she said, this is what, this is the stuff she wrote. As we move to, forward to make a difference for our future, coffee with a cop Wednesday, October 5th, come and sit and discuss uh, your concerns and let's make a positive difference. She was talking about partnering with people to make improvements instead of just perpetuating the same tension. And I, that is just ridiculous that they, that they, and it's, and it's a woke mob of people who, and here's the thing, the people, the vandals who damaged her business because she is an actual enrolled member of uh, a tribal nation, now that actually bumps it up, the charges that can be applied uh, as a result of that, so the left eats that they ended up they end up kind of eating their own with this. I mean, the damages are so bad, yeah, and uh, the, it actually ends up where it can be considered because of Portland's law to be classified as a hate crime uh, because of her ethnicity. And so I do hope they get these because that's ridiculous. She just was fostering discussion, but you can't even have discussion anymore. That's not even welcome. Folks, stop overpaying and let Recoil Gunworks be your go-to for ammo. This is a great Indiana-based company, and it was actually created in a small basement in 2013. Small Midwest town in their basement. 
and uh, family-owned, they think like us. And they're really known for, over at Recoil Gunworks, they're web-based firearms, ammo, and accessories retailer. They're really known for their police trade-in guns in great shape. They pick them, including the firearms, the lights, the sights, the scopes, tasers, and more. You can buy now, pay later, no interest. And at Recoil Gunworks, they have very, very competitive pricing. Super easy-to-use website as well. Just visit recoilgunworks.com slash Dana. You can search for whatever you need by caliber, weight, application. You can look for brands like Winchester, Federal. Uh, vast majority of the country, by the way, has no restrictions on receiving ammo. And they will note, you know, they have it all up there very helpfully on their website. Ammo shipped to your door where legal. And they explain that, including Illinois, New Jersey, and Connecticut. You need to see the frequently asked questions on that. And check the product restrictions page for further state law requirements and restrictions. Visit recoilgunworks.com slash Dana today to get you a full list of products. And use code Dana to get free shipping on your next order. Whether you need it in the woods or on the range, Recoil Gunworks gets it there fast. And once you make your first order, it won't be the last. Use code Dana right now to get free shipping at recoilgunworks.com slash Dana. Two words. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> it's time for Florida Man. I do not know what it is about people when they get lasers. They immediately at least because we have there's so many headlines about this kind of stuff that I just don't even pay attention to them. They feel like they just got to shine them up at any objects in the sky, planes, whatever. So this is in Nokomis, Florida. A man, deputy say a Florida man pointed a laser at a sheriff's helicopter during the state of emergency after Hurricane Ian. They said 44-year-old Nick Davidson pointed the green laser at the chopper Tuesday while pilots were responding to a fire. And the Sarasota Sheriff's Office said that it could not have happened at the worst time because they were trying to assess damage and guiding the ground units around all the hazards. And they said, but his, so his actions were, were very, very dangerous. So he was arrested and booked in the Sarasota County Jail. He got charged with pointing a laser light at a pilot. That's a felony. And he bonded out uh, Wednesday on $1,500 bail. That's, that is a felony. You, can't, you cannot do that stuff. Oh, why do people do that? Why is there this need? It's like, maybe if I just, just, just shine it up into the sky. I'm trying to get into this dude's head. Maybe I shouldn't. <sighs> Local 10. Some Florida man is painting pigeons pink and releasing them in, in Pembroke Pines Park. Park goers have been shocked to see pigeons whose feathers have been dyed pink. I'm assuming it's a Florida man. It could be a Florida woman. The uh, bizarre sight apparently is no laughing matter because they said that apparently these are pigeons that are raised in captivity. So they're not wild and they're not supposed to be released in the wild because they're not a native species. So they can't fend for themselves. And they said that, you know, the, the dye probably won't cause them harm. The speculation, get this. They think that the pigeons were part of a gender reveal and that they are just some of them are here now. That's why they're pink. I'm going to tell you what I'm so done with. I love babies and I love people being like, yeah, we're having babies and all that stuff. But can we stop with these over the top gender reveals? Because if that's true, somebody needs to get slapped. That's ridiculous. Yeah, just releasing the pigeons raised in captivity. They're not able to survive for themselves at all whatsoever in the wild. Oh, my gosh. I just so please. I, are they going to the story? And I'm looking at it. It's local 10. They, they don't actually say that 
whether or not they they were you know if they're if they're like trying to capture them and you know maybe put them back in captivity since they can't survive on their own in the wild that's just that's just sad so yeah all in pembroke pines all these pink pigeons good heavens uh also i gotta this is there's there's some no florida man again you cannot deny this is a tampa free press 37 year old convicted felon he was caught in possession of other people's IDs, and he also had uh, some fentanyl on him. And as deputies were removing Charles Alexander Bates of East Naples, he had a large bag across his chest and a huge pocket knife in the front. Uh, he was, it was a heavily damaged residential street in Naples that deputies encountered him, encountered him after midnight. And they, uh, they asked him why he was out past curfew, why he was looking around all these, this damaged property. And as they were searching him, that's when they found the wallet with someone else's ID. And then they found fentanyl in his pocket. And that's when he fessed up. He goes, well, these aren't my pants. So he tried to say that because that's not my wallet and ID, that's also not my fentanyl, crack cocaine, Xanax, clonazepam, diazepam, uh, all kinds of opioids, uh, all the other narcotics in his pockets. He was trying to say that those weren't his either. They didn't believe him and they arrested him. Grand theft, narcotics offenses, and battery. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The GOP has momentum in the battle for the Senate, but will Georgia change that calculation? President Biden gets rolled by OPEC, and Biden claims he was raised politically by Puerto Ricans. I'm Greg Columbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch Podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day for conservatives, and hopefully a lot of laughs too. Join us. Follow the Three Martini Lunch on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.